Holy Spirit, anoint me with fresh oil. Anoint me with fresh wisdom. Let the word of God come forth with clarity, with precision, with wisdom. Let it not be with enticing words of man's wisdom, but in the power and demonstration of the Spirit. Thank you for confirming your word with finger of God manifestations. That as we hear, we will hear God. And we will receive specific instructions. And we will receive grace to carry them out. To see them come to pass. In the precious name of Jesus. Everybody said a big amen. Alright. We are in the whole of this month. We are dealing with this is the finger of God. And it's important to remind us what we mean by the finger of God. What we mean by the finger of God meaning out of this world manifestations. Things that when people see happen in your life and my life, they can only attribute it to God. Things that human beings cannot explain in business, in industry, in every area of your life, not just ministry, not just church. We should be people who are wondered at. People who people cannot explain. That is the ultimate. That's what God wants. He did not come and die all the way for us to remain just the way we were. Something must be different about us. And this year, it is beginning. You know, one of the things that I came across, a people who were not a people are about to become the people. A people who were not a people are about to become the people. And I want you to really keep a close eye on your children. How many of you parents know I love your children? Children, how many of you know Bishop loves you? You know it or you, you, are you, you know. You are sure. You are convinced. Mama B and I love your children. To the extent that's why when we are preaching, we don't exclude them because these children will become greater than us. I'm, you better believe it. I brought this oil, I brought it from Shiloh. I brought it today specifically for your children. It's my special reserve. It's for me personally. But I brought it for your children and my children and my grandchildren. To give them a little bit of it. If your children don't become greater than you, you have failed. God is a generational God. God of Abraham, Isaac, Jacob. And you discover if you look through history, all of them became better, richer, healthier, more successful than their parents. And that's the way it's supposed to be. So I prophesy over your children. They will become everything God has called them to be. Whether they are present or not here, I said they will become everything God has called them to be. But it begins with you. It begins with you. Children learn more by what they see than what we say. Shout a better amen. So, 2022. We are looking at nine battles you must fight and win in life. It's a battle for our future. There are nine battles that we must win in life. So we're going to look at that 
in our series this is the thing you 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 need the finger of god to win these battles it's all going to happen uh just like that because the enemy contending every day every day you know to be a christian and not want to fight it, it, it just give me an english what's miss norma what's miss norma abnormal it's, it's, it's a no-go. That's my point. You have to fight for everything. Hallelujah. But the good thing is that we have the weapons of our warfare which are not carnal. And with that we win. Shout hallelujah. Okay, so let me read this to you. We are entering a season now where no one will be able to ask again where is our God? Each church service services your personal life to receive the next light, the next instruction to seize all that the new year holds for us and to turn us into a wonder. And people who others will be calling an enigma. That's what, you know when Jesus was here, they used to say, what manner of man is this? And all of us have Jesus inside us. So people should look at us and say, what kind of people are these? What manner of men are these? What manner of women are these? Because as our father is, so are we. We must become an enigma. The word enigma means a person or a thing that is mysterious. That's why I said you should confess to your neighbor that the last time they saw you like this is this last time. Because every time you hear the word of God, it services your life. Like you take your car for servicing. I don't know if you discovered every time we take our car for servicing, it comes out sounding, it's the same car, but it sounds very different. The oil, piston, the ring, everything has been modified. It's the same. Every church service you come to, your life must change. Your life must become better. So, we are supposed to become enigmas. Mysterious. Or difficult to understand. You should be able to uh, understand our business compared to unbelievers' businesses. The car you drive, people should not be able to explain yours versus theirs. Because when you serve God, He gives you good cars to drive. Gives you good houses to live in. You know, I'm on a journey. I woke up at 3, haven't been able to sleep till now. This thing is serious. I'm telling you, one of the things that is about to happen is... God is going to dispossess people of their properties and houses and give them to us. No, I have scriptures to back everything I'm telling you. He said, gives to the sinner travail to work hard, to give to them who serve him. There's going to be many dispossessions this year. Starting this year. For people who favor the righteous cause of, he'll dispossess people of cars, properties, buildings, lands, and give it to those who promote his kingdom. That's his word. Are you there? So I'm just waiting your appetite. I'll give you the scripture. You get excited. So get excited about this. It's not just another year. I met with my mentors and those I see as fathers in this land, one by one. All of them went to the office, met them one by one. I have another appointment coming in January. One by one. 
And then Pastor Bishop Akoto Banfo called us this week, prayed prophetically. At the end of every year, we meet our men of God and sow financially into their lives, from the church and from us individually, to make sure our church succeeds and we too succeed. He gave us 17 instructions. How many? Have you met your pastor about your plans for this year? Has he prayed for you? As he had, it's different from church service. It's separate. Guidance from who you call your pastor to receive direction. Oh, but the Holy Ghost is there. Yes, we know. We are not fighting. But the fivefold ministry, God never does anything except He reveals it to His servants, the prophets. They are there to guide you. At least, come and say, these are the things, because that's what I'm teaching on today. These are the things I'm planning to do. Bishop, could you pray with me? Could you, when you hear something from God, could you tell me? Personally, not generally. Are you listening to me? 17 instructions, including warnings. And we receive that every single year. Pastor Matthew, I sat with him one-on-one. So when we start the year, some of us, we are not doing guesswork. We know exactly what we are doing and exactly where we are going and the backing that is behind us. I said face-to-face in his office. He gave me audience. I don't call my mentors by heart because I want to make sure when I call them, I have something sensible to say. Yeah, I don't call them. I have their number. I have a Bishop Oedipus number, Bishop Abiyo's number. I have all, all my mentors, all my father. I, have their, I call them only when it is necessary. So you value the audience and the attention that they give you. And all of you here, you have my phone number. So you could be able to text your pastor. Call your pastor and say, can I have an audience with you? And tell you about some of the things. And I won't steal your dream. Because me, myself, my dream is too much. To add your own to it. And besides, your dream is your dream. If I try to accomplish your dream, <laughs> it's not in my DNA. So, anyone who, don't be afraid to go and share your dream with your pastor. He's not a stealer. Oh, I thought you would say a little amen for me. Or you just say you are listening. You know, no matter how much I'm anointed, there's no way I can do these flowers. What these people do at the media place, there's no way I can do it. So everybody has got their lane. So just be excellent in your lane. And just go for it. Shout amen. So, we are about to become enigmas. Now, as we begin this new year, it's worth remembering that a new year or a new month does not necessarily mean a new you. I want you to really pay attention. I didn't wake up at 3 a.m. to come and uh, tickle your ears or, or not make it your worth leaving your home to come here. This will change our lives. As we begin this new year, it's worth remembering that a new year and a new month, January, does not necessarily mean a new you or a new me or new things. Or Just because we entered a new year doesn't mean everything is new or will become new automatically. January holds no power. 
by itself, 2022 holds no power. I, I want you to emphasize, no, but everybody emphasize by itself. It's exciting, January 2022, but by itself, it doesn't hold any power. It holds potential, but it doesn't hold power to deliver by itself. To change anything. It's an entrance into a new year, and so it is Jesus, not January, that brings a new day, new direction, new instructions, which when we follow, creates a new you to match the new year. It's new instructions that we receive and follow that creates a new us to match the new year. That's why you must be always excited about coming for instructions in church. Every time you come to church, look for the next instruction. The next instruction to move to my next level. The ne- every week must be an improvement on the previous week. Are you there? Every week must be an improvement on the previous week. Every day must be an improvement on the previous day. Your marriage must be better. Your relationships must be better. Your finances must be better. Everything about you must be better every single day. And you make it happen with the new instructions you are receiving and obeying. Is an amen coming? So, watch this. Nothing will suddenly change in January unless we build capacity. Everybody say capacity. And upgrade ourselves, change our mindset, change our actions, add value to ourselves to match what 2022 holds for us. Was it Einstein who said uh, to do the same things and be expected a different result is equivalent to what? Insanity. Uh If I'm doing the same thing, and expecting different results, it's not going to happen. I'll just attract the same results. So I need to upgrade and change certain things to match the new results I'm looking for. So we must take full responsibility to pursue God's vision for us, whether as individuals, families, businesses, or as a church, and then commit ourselves to follow the instructions guiding 2022. There's a guiding Line, there's a guide for 2022. We need to know what that guide is and follow it to see all that 2022 holds for us. And then commit ourselves to solving problems. We must solve problems this year. That's what the business world uses. That's what all of us must use. That's what churches are. Churches exist to solve problems. Christians exist to solve problems. People exist to solve problems. Businesses exist to solve problems. Families exist to solve problems. That is how you are rewarded. Whether it's ritual problem or whichever problem, you must be addicted to solving problems. But you can't solve problems if you don't add value to yourself. So, solving problems, adding value to others in our respective areas of calling. So, 2022 is a year of great promise, but, write this down, only for the responsible. 2022 is a year of great promise, but only for those who are what? Responsible. Those, those who take responsibility. Shout Amen. So 2022 is our year of the finger of God out of this world, human comprehension, beyond human comprehension, manifestations. But the question is, in what areas of your life, are you expecting the finger of God? Because the finger of God is broad. What areas do you want to see the finger of God? There must be areas in your life that you want to see the finger of God. So, 
to do a personal review on the 31st. I sent you eight questions that you must ask yourself and do a review before you start the new year. How many of you read it? How many of you read all of it? Okay. So, today I'm going to deal with that and go into detail to trigger finger of God manifestation. So, you are in 2022. Fine. There are questions you need to ask yourself about the goals that you have set for yourself and how the finger of God can manifest in those areas. One of the first questions is, what's your one year? Everybody, listen. This is a personal message for everybody. Everyone watching online. Um, what's your one year goal? This year, what's your one year goal? And I'm going to show you the areas. What's your one-year goal? What's your five-year goal? What's your 10-year goal? What's your 15-year goal? What's your personal development plan for your life and your successes? Your children, your children's children. You are responsible for that. You need to ask yourself this. You need to sit down. After prayer, sit down, sit down. Ask this year, what are your goals for this year? And we're going to look at the areas that you must succeed and see the finger of God. You must have some areas in your life that you want God to intervene in, that you want to succeed in. What's your one-year goal? Have you sat down to plan your, or you just, uh, you just sit, as the days come? No, it doesn't work that way. Uh, 2022 will not just have, finger of God will not just show up, just, just like that. The, the, the uh, people will be dispossessed of their properties and lands and buildings and There'll be a common, there'll be a summit. I'm going to hold a summit for you guys in May. Last Sunday, last Saturday in May. It's called the Coming Wealth Transfer. There is about to be a wealth transfer from unbelievers to believers. And I'm going to teach, I'm going to hold a whole seminar, three hour seminar in church. Master class in church. And I'm write the date down and don't go anywhere. Come and see how the wealth transfer will come to the body of Christ. I said wealth not money transfer. Wealth transfer. What's your goal for this year? Why have you sat down to write down your one year goal? Two year goal? Five year goal? Ten year goal? Fifteen year goal? Have you sat down to write it down? So, start this year with this question. So, number one. Write this down. It's maybe in your notes. But we're going to go deeper. Nine battles you must fight. The first battle you need to fight is your spiritual battles. Nine battles you must win. Nine battles you and I must win. First battle is spiritual battles. Contending and fighting for the preservation of your faith and your spiritual. I really need you to pay attention. Everything about your life and my life starts with our spiritual life. Everything about your life and my life Starts with what? Our spiritual life. And it's sustained by our spiritual life. Your money, your finances, your job. Everything begins with your spiritual life. So that's the area. Your spiritual life and your faith life. So listen to these scriptures. Jude 3. Jude chapter 1 verse 3. He says, Beloved, when I gave all diligence to write unto you of the common salvation. Listen. It was needful for me to write unto you and exhort you that you should Endlessly, everybody say endlessly. 
He said, I write to you to earnestly contend for the faith. The first battle you need to win in life are, are spiritual battles. Everybody will have to win this spiritual battle because there's a battle for your future. There's a battle for your spiritual life. There's a battle for everybody's spiritual life. He says, I write to you to contend. Everybody scream, contend for the faith. That means fight for the faith. Fight for the faith. Fight to remain in faith. The first battle you must win is your is spiritual battles. That's why the questions that I sent you was, did I achieve my spiritual goals in 2021? Your first spiritual goal. Did you maintain your spiritual life? Did you maintain your faith life? Because that is what is being fought right now, everywhere. Did I win? Did I achieve my spiritual goals in 2021? Did I love God more? Did I spend quality time with God or gave Him change? Did I live for God? Did I do my personal Bibles? How many of you know everybody scream quiet time? How many of you know of quiet time? You need to have your own quiet time with God. Not with your wife. Not with your husband. That's just you. Your Christian life is individual. We meet as a corporate body to fellowship. As fellows in the same ship. But we will not stand in fellowship in heaven giving an account. You know, one of the jokes, one of the funny jokes. God cracks jokes, you know. He laughs in heaven. I don't remember the last time I looked in my bank account and found your wages in my account. God cracked that joke in heaven. I mean, I said in heaven. In my, in my, my office is heaven, isn't it? I don't remember the last time I saw any of your pay, your salaries transferred to my account. What am I saying? I don't get paid for your service. I don't get paid for your job. I don't get paid for your spiritual life. I don't get paid for what you do for God. I get paid for what I do for God. We are on a journey. Did I spend quality time with God? Did I do my personal Bibles? If you are paying attention, say I'm paying attention. Did I achieve in my personal Bible studies, soul winning, regular church? That's, I'm dealing with your spiritual life, your faith life, your soul winning, personal soul winning, personal regular church attendance. Did I fast and pray more or less? Did I tithe and give more or less or not at all? Or did I stop somewhere in between? Why is my spiritual goal first? Because you prosper as your soul prospers. Third John 2. I wish above all things that you prosper as your soul prospers. So watch this. The richer your soul, the richer your spirit, the richer your life. Did everybody scream, did I achieve my spiritual goals? I think you can do better than that. Spiritual battle, your faith life battle. There's a battle against your spiritual life, a battle against your faith life, whether you remain in the faith, whether you remain spiritual, or you move the other way because of the challenges of life. All of us fight these spiritual battles. You prosper as your soul prospers. So the richer your spiritual life, the richer your life. Now watch this. If there is one area you and I must prioritize this year, 
is our spiritual life. First, that's why Jesus said, man shall not live by what? Bread alone, but by what? Every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. Your spiritual life involves your church life. That's why it says, um, forsake not the assembling of yourselves together as the manner of some is. As you, watch this. Why it tells us to be addicted to church attendance? It says, as you see the day approaching. As you see the day approaching. Everybody say, as you see the day approaching. Say, as you see the day approaching. Say, as you see the day approaching. It's saying, Christians must go be addicted to church attendance because the day is approaching. The day is approaching. The day is approaching. Now, <laughs> and then he says, Psalm 84 verse 7, they go from strength to strength as they appear in Zion. As they show up in church, they go from strength to strength. So, church, going to church strengthens you from strength to strength. From strength to strength. Everybody say from strength to strength. Now watch this. Contrary to what some Christians believe, God does not do everything for us. He does things with us. There's his part and there's our part. You play your part, he plays his part. He does things with us. There's always what to do for his plan and promises to become a reality in our lives. As powerful as, watch, I'm trying to stay with the notes. As powerful as knowledge, now listen to this. You're all intelligent people here, watch this. As powerful as knowledge and information is, is what you do with information that benefits you. Knowledge is powerful. Information is powerful. But what is the use of information and knowledge I know that I'm not using? So, it's what the information, the revelation you get in church, which you use, is what benefits you. Not, not what you hear. It doesn't matter how long I hear messages. It's what I do with the messages and the information and the instruction and the revelation that benefits my life. And that's what changes 2022. That That's what makes 2022 a, a, a real new in a new year. So it's not the information. That's why, you know, God said something in Hosea 4. Said, my people perish for three things. Lack of knowledge, rejection of knowledge, or they have forgotten it. They've heard it, but have forgotten it. And he says, that's the reason. And he used the word, my people. And you know, one of the sad statements in the Bible is, uh, the children of light, the children of darkness seem to be what? Wiser than the children of light. Those days are over. I said, this year, those days are over. I said, this year, those days are over. They will be coming to us for consultation. They will be coming to us for wisdom. It's an amen coming. By the application of the wisdom that we know. Shout a better amen. So, God does not do everything for us. He does things with us, with the information and revelation that we receive. So, as powerful as knowledge, as powerful as information is. You know, you can read a book on marriage. It is not the contents of the marriage relationship uh, keys that benefits you. It's the application of the relationship keys you learned. 
You can read about money management or investment. If you don't practice it, finances uh, stays far from us. But that will not happen to us. Shout a better amen. So everybody say, I need to win the battle in my spiritual life, in my faith life, in the name of Jesus. So this year, did I achieve last year my spiritual goals? If I didn't achieve them, then this year, I must set them and make sure that by the finger of God, I achieve those spiritual goals. Did I hear the amen there? Now, watch this. With all the turbulence everywhere, I want you to really catch this. With all the turbulence everywhere we pass, is the trying of your faith that will give you victory. That's why you need to win the spiritual battle first. Let's not, we'll come to finances, we'll come to career, we'll come to marriage. The source of your victory is your faith. It's your spiritual life that you develop personally. Personally. That I develop personally. He says, contend for the faith. Content, because there are forces against you staying, what is happening around everywhere, globally especially because of the COVID and all these things, is a contention for the faith of people, especially Christians. Because we are supposed to show the world the way. So if, because of everything that is happening, we are the ones being challenged and we are down, then the world is really finished. Listen to what we came across yesterday. Watch this. COVID-19 to COVID-2022. That's why you need to fight for your faith. That's why you need to take your spiritual life. Look, don't depend on your wife to help you spiritually. To, to, I mean, to fight your spiritual battles for you. Fight, develop your personal, your faith does not rest on your wife or your husband. Your pastor comes in by teaching you, then you need to apply what it is. Pastors don't police people after church. That's not their job. My job is to teach you, to train you, to do the work of ministry and use your faith to win the battles of life in every area of your life. I prophesy you will win. I said I prophesy you will win. With all this kind of news around, listen to this. Listen to this. If you are watching online, listen to this. And if you are in the house. The third dose increases immunity. So after the fourth dose, you are protected. Once 90% of the population has received the fifth dose, the restrictions can be relaxed. As the sixth dose stops, the virus stops spreading. I am calm and believe that the seventh dose will solve all our problems. And we have no reason to fear the eighth dose. The clinical phase of the ninth dose confirms that the antibodies remain stable after the 10th dose. The 11th dose guarantees that no new mutations will develop. So there is no longer any reason to criticize the idea of the 12th dose. What is the battle against? Your faith. Twelve dose. Mutations. Variants. Twelve dose. 
So what is our faith in? What is being tested by things like this is our faith. Because First John 4, 5, 4 and 5 say, This is the victory that overcomes the world, even our faith. Is your spiritual life and your faith that is holding you? Is our faith and our spiritual life and God and His word that is holding us? What if they come and say, okay, feed those, sit those, whichever those, is your faith that will make you say, no. My spiritual father said, he doesn't understand why he has the answer to COVID and people are not listening. He said, the answer is communion. One of the answers is communion. Because Jesus said, eat my flesh, drink my blood, and you'll be like me. One of the things you add to the vaccines, if you receive the vaccines, is communion. The word of God is bread. The word of God is meat. The word of God is bones. The word of God is honey. The word of God is wine. The word of God is strong meat. The word of God is what sustains everything. The word of God is what produces faith. To believe the word of God, to believe God and avoid fear. Is the word. We are not special. Pastors are not special. Is the word of God that they are holding on to. There are people who have caught COVID and have overcome COVID. They caught the COVID but overcame COVID. They stayed at home for 10 days or 7 days and came out by the power of God and by the I'm telling you, the answer to this whole world's problems is the finger of God. And this year, God's intention is to manifest His finger through us. Oh. Through us, enigmas, 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 wanted at a people that were not a people are about to become the people that people refer to. And it is you I'm describing. I keep pumping this thing into you all the time because that's the only way. A little one, Isaiah 60, 22, listen. A little one among us shall become a thousand. And a small one among us shall become a strong nation. Look at the potential of our children and the potential of Christians. A little one among us shall become a thousand strong in capacity. And a small one shall become a strong nation. So, inside every individual listening to me right now is a strong nation. And inside our little ones are thousands. You have to believe it. The battle for our future begins with... Can you imagine somebody who reads this? I thought I took the second dose. Now they're talking about third dose. Look at, and the thing will be increasing in tempo and velocity and viscosity in misery, in sound, to the twelfth. These are the realities that are, and the things that are being spread over. And the only constant is the word. Your spiritual life, listen, in summary, summary of the message is this, summary of this is this. It's your spiritual life that will determine your other, every other life. The notes I sent, I told you, this is a summary of my notes. I'm breaking it down for you now by divine instruction. 
your spiritual life. He says, I write to you to say, contend for the faith. Then 1 Timothy 6, 12 says, fight the good fight of it is a fight to stay Christian, to stay spiritual, to stay in faith, to stay a believer, to stay in prayer, to stay in church attendance, to stay in tithing, to stay safe. You must fight to, to, not to, not to give up. Every one of us, including pastors. Yesterday, listen, I was told yesterday that 300 churches have closed down in London this year. And 5,000 churches have closed down in America. Because of COVID. People not going to church, people not tithing people. So, if I have small people, one person or two people coming to church, do you think I won't be grateful? You think, you see, <laughs> I'm still in the faith. It's enough for me to be grateful. I'm still in the faith. I haven't fainted from March 2021 till now and I'm getting stronger every day. And the blessings that came to us came in the COVID. The blessings that came to us came in COVID. 10,400 churches were opened by winners in the COVID when they said lockdown. You can't lock God down. So, the question is, whose report will you believe? Because as for the news, you hear it every day. Whose report will you believe? Will you believe the word of God or will you believe what we are hearing? All of us are hearing. Don't blame them. They need to, they, that's, they, they, they need to tell you the news. But you must have some news before the news comes. You must have inner news before the world news comes. I said you must have inner news from heaven before you hear the news from men. That's the difference between us with the finger of God and the hand of God and those who don't know God. That's why they need us to present him to us, to show him, to show him to them, to show him to them, to show him to them. You will show them. I mean, you will show him. I said you will show him. That's why James 1, 2-4. Listen, my brethren, watch this. In COVID or without COVID or in recession or no recession, look, he sent me some news. Apparently, Great Britain... Now, it's being considered as what? It's failing, basically. And it's being compared now to a third world nation. It's going backward from the statistics. So, what it is, is we are in Egypt. But there's, guess the message Archbishop Duncan Williams was preaching last week. As long as you are in Goshen, and serving God in Goshen. What touches Egypt cannot touch you. So you need to make up your mind to stay in Goshen in Egypt. I can't do it for you. I can motivate you. I can teach you. I can teach you the steps. But hey, you need to take the things your pastors are teaching and contact. Going into hiding will not solve your problem. Listen to this. A gentleman <laughs> stayed at home by recommendation. Isolation. When they tell you isolate, isolate. And be praying and doing God's work to come out. He stayed. This guy didn't even just stay in isolation. He didn't go anywhere. He just decided, I don't want to die. 
So he stayed home for two years. How many years? His wife went outside and came back inside and brought COVID and the man died and she lived. I didn't go anywhere for two years. She, she, <laughs> she went out, came in. End of the one who stayed in. His immune system was low. So, when you read that scripture, First Peter five ten, also kept by the power of God. You see, <laughs> I don't know whether I'm sounding like a broken record. Kept by the power of God. Our faith must rest in God's power. And guess what the power is? The gospel is the power of God unto salvation. Take the drug called gospel. God's pill. God's pill. God's pill. God's pill. pill. Stay on the word. You will be preserved. I said you'll be preserved. I said you'll be preserved. There will be a difference between you and others in the name of Jesus. Stay in the word. Don't blame yourself. Don't criticize yourself. Just start where you stay in the safest place. Oh, the name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous run into him, into his word, and they are safe. You are safe in the word. In addition to the vaccine. As Matthew says, in the lockdown, he travels during the week to bless people during the week. Like I've told you, I will do. As at the time he made this announcement a few weeks ago, he had been to 46. He had traveled 46 times. 46 times means 46 tests. The thing they put in your mouth. Very inconvenient. Down your throat to your tonsil. 46 times. Back and forth and still agile. Where? Not, it's not magic. It is the word. So stay deliberately in the word, don't wait for Sunday messages. You, did I achieve my spiritual goals? It's not, it's not, did we achieve our spiritual goals? No, this is not plural. Did we achieve, we want finger of God. It begins with the spiritual, our, the fighting of the fight of it. Did I achieve, if I didn't then, hey, this year, I am going to consciously make sure I achieve my spiritual goals, including prayer, including the word, including service. Are you listening to me? You will make it. I say you will make it. I'm sharing this from my heart. I want you to live. We've got too much to do. The world transfer, you must get some hundreds of thousands. You must build orphanages. The things my wife and I want to, we just been called from Bulga to bring clothes to Bulga in this season. He said, I've told them that you are coming and they are excited. Bulga, bring the clothes, bring the food. We have, we have House of Judah care partners with, uh, what's the name of your charity? 
in Jamaica. Helping hands. It's a courtesy of helping hands stroke house of Judah cares. We are here, but we are impacting people. Chicken, food, sardine, rice. We have it in abundance. And, and, see, we, we can't be doing things like this and God kill us. Who will feed the hungry if he kills us? You see, justify why God must bless you. Tell God the reasons why you can't die now. The things you are doing for God. How can the dead praise you is what the psalmist David said. Give God the reason why death should be far away from you. Do something. This, this, that's the second one. We are coming to it soon. It's called ministry goals. Did you achieve your ministry goals? But let's finish. Stage one. We are not in a hurry, are we? My, James chapter one, two to four. Watch this. This is pastoring. Listen. My brethren. Hey. Ever say, hey. My brethren. Count it all joy. When you face diverse trials and temptations like COVID. Like recession. Like the economy. They've increased interest rates. Did you know? Did you know? In the midst of it, you will shine. I said in the midst of it, you will shine. Because you'll be in Goshen in Egypt. Everybody scream Goshen three times. Oh, look at your neighbor and say, I am in Goshen. I am in Goshen. What happens to Egypt will not affect me. You need to say these things. My brethren, count it all joy when you fall into diverse temptations or come against diverse temptations. Watch this. <laughs> Knowing this, there's something you must know that helps you overcome in the midst of everything going on in the world. Knowing this, watch this, that the trying of your faith, what is being tried? What part of you is being tried? What part of you is being tried? So that is why the devil, what is the devil fighting? Your faith. Your faith and my faith as a pastor. 300 pastors have resigned. Uh, I mean, 300 more pastors have resigned. 300 churches have closed in London. What, what is being tried in the life of pastors? Our faith. <laughs> Many people in churches, including ours, have stopped tithing. For various reasons. We will not go into it. So, how are churches that are still moving... Moving. Their trust is in God. And thanking God for the faithful, committed members who are still tithing. Clap. Clap. That's what it is. I'm telling you, that's what it is. Not everybody has stopped tithing. The faithful, committed ones are still tithing. And so, in this season, Malachi 8, Malachi 3, 18, will manifest in the life of these ones. God will distinguish between those who serve Him and those who do not serve Him. That's what He promised. We are not still functioning as a church, and more powerful now, still in 110 nations as a church, every week, four times a week. It's the finger of God, and the faithfulness of the members. That's why this year we are taking the finger of God. See, because we've come to the conclusion that there are certain things that, Charlie, if God does not do it, eh, we are finished. 
I'm telling clap for Jesus, anybody. There are certain things that if God does not come through for us, we are finished. That's why we must develop our faith in this God. Take it off men. Trust in God. Men are limited. I am limited as your pastor. You are limited. There's so much you can do. But this God, when we trust Him and hold on to His word, pray to Him and do what He says we should do, He will show Himself as the finger of God. Clap somebody in the house. That's why He said, count it all joy. When you face this, count it. Count it as a joy. That even I'm being considered, my, my faith is being tried. Count it all joy when you fall into this kind of temptations. And listen to what he said. Knowing this, that the trying of your faith works or produces patience. Then listen, he said, allow patience in the process to have its perfect work. And you come out perfect, wanting nothing. So there's a realm where those who trust God, those who serve God, those who are trusting in the finger of God, there's a realm where you come where you lack nothing. Nothing. Clap, clap. You lack nothing. Nothing. Because it is the finger of God at work in your life. Nothing. It says, read it. Is there scripture available on the screen? It says, but brethren, count it all joy when you face diverse, and look at the temptation. The word temptation means Temptation, trials, challenges, tests. And listen to what he said. The noun qualifying temptation. Diverse. So the challenges will not... COVID is one. <laughs> Omicron is one. Twelve dose is another. But he said in the midst of it, don't be depressed. Count it all joy in the midst of news on CNN Al Jazeera. Oh my God. Are you listening to what I am saying? Diverse, diverse, diverse is coming from the right, it's coming from the left. Don't say why me. Why who, who else? Who else? Your faith is being tried, so you stand strong for the sake of those around you and the sake of those you'll be meeting on your job for them to know that the finger of God is resting upon your life, that in the midst of COVID, you are different, you are an enigma. The finger of God is working in your life. That's how they'll come to your know, know your Jesus. That's how they'll come to know your Jesus. Every day we walk into our house. The first thing we say is, Father, thank you. Every time we look in our back garden, all we say is, Father, thank you. We walk into our house and heat receives us. All we say is, Father, there are some people lying on cardboard. There's heat in my house. Father, thank you. In the midst of this climate, Energy prices have gone up. The one they sent me recently, I have to behave myself as a pastor. So when Kwesi Kwatin began to meet the energy guys, I said, I'm praying for you. How do you increase energy prices in this kind of climate? What happens to the old? And the vulnerable? 
this finger of God, eh, it must happen very quick. Oh. We must get it right quickly because others are waiting for us to give them the solution. We must get it right. We are the encouragers. People are counting on us. We can't faint now. It's not us. Oh. We met our neighbor and she was telling us about some stuff. And we said to her, we are praying with you. The finger of God will manifest in your life. And we said together, we pray, Lord, let the finger of God manifest so she will know that this God that we tell her about answers prayer. Because in that situation, only God can deal with that situation. Ladies and gentlemen, this, our spiritual life and our faith life, we need to really, because, look, this world is, 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 is dying. We will be the solution to this world in this last time. And we will be the one carrying the finger. What they need to see in us is his finger. His finger. So we can't afford to faint. Let's encourage each other. Build each other up. And stay on course. Our children are counting on us. Grandchildren counting on us. Our neighbors are counting on us. Fellow believers are counting on us. Count it all joy. Knowing this, that the trying of your faith will not kill you, but it produces patience. The word patience means joyful endurance. Tell your neighbor, endure, endure, endure. This too shall pass. Endure. Build your faith. Endure, endure, endure. Pastors are enduring. Oh, they are staying close to the word. Charlie? We all pay bills, so. Yeah. My energy bill came. We all pay council tax. We all pay electricity. We all pay for, we all pay in everything. So the only thing that will keep us in it, <laughs> we will make it. He said, you come to a place where you lack nothing. Would you want to be in a place where you lack nothing? It's there now. James chapter 1, 2 to 4. Where you come to a place where you lack nothing. Tell your neighbor, that's where I'm going. That's where I'm going. That's where I'm going. That's where I'm going. That's why I will spend time to build my spiritual life and my faith life. Now watch this. As I close on that point, watch this. Oh. That's why the woman who was described as the woman who prayed the importunity prayer. In Luke chapter 18 verse 8. It says, that's why it says about the woman who was insistent in prayer and faith in Luke 18, 8. Watch this. He says, I tell you, he will see that they get justice and quickly. Watch this. However, watch this. When the Son of Man comes, will he find faith on earth? With everything that is happening, what the enemy is after, the battle for your future is your faith. So, God is even asking, then, no, oh, that was then, 2,000 years ago. He said, with everything happening in the world, will I find people who are still walking by faith by the time I come? With everything happening, will I find faith on the earth? So, faith is what the devil is looking for, and faith is what Jesus is looking for. Faith is what is being attacked. The faith of Christians is what is being attacked. Jesus said, will I find faith? Not will I find church attendance. Not will I find uh, 
faith. You come to church to build your faith. You read the Bible to build your faith. You pray to build your faith. You serve to build your faith. Ah, my God, help me. All these things is about our faith. Oh. It's all about our faith. He puts sickness on you and all these things just to weaken your faith. They are battle for our future. It's a battle for our faith. And no one is exempt. Bishops, archbishops. See, the more bishop you are, the bishopy your challenge. The more archbishop you are, the more archy, archy your challenge is. Everybody, you see, we are not permitted to tell you what all that we go through. We can give you just glimpse examples to boost your faith. Because if we tell you all, we were in our bathroom the other day, and water from the shower was decorating the walls. That's the funny way I can put it. Weakening the cement. Guess how much you have to cost to repair it. How much we have to wait. How long we have to wait with this for these insurance people who collect our money. And when it's time for us to pay, they pretend. Over 3,500. Just not to get the wall down. So you, if you are in council flat and housing association, and they come, whether late or early, to repair it, you should thank God. You should thank God. It's not your own house that you have to. F-O-R-K-O-U-T for the money. You have to find it somewhere. Thank God. At least they said they'll come between 8 and 2. Is, at least they come at 3. To come and rip if you don't clap for Jesus and clap that at least you... You are not the one paying 3000 to repair just some measly shower. Small shower we are going to shower. It's all part of the diverse trials. We traveled to Ghana, came back and so happy. Opened the door and the place had flooded. I'm a pastor. I didn't sin whilst I was in Ghana. I just ate. Why should the pastor's house flood when he's going on some small holiday? Diverse. It was missions. He followed me to go and preach. He came and they sacked him. He didn't say, ah, this man has backslidden. No. Count it all joy. It is your faith that is being tested and my faith that is being tested. Tell your neighbor, hold on. Say, hold on. Keep coming to church. Keep tithing. Keep building your spiritual life. Don't stop your prayer. Don't reduce your prayer hours. That is where your strength is. Don't blame anyone. Just just go to God and talk to Him. He's waiting for you now. Will I find faith on the earth? And then Philippians 2, 12 to 13 says, work out your own salvation. Look, oh, individual, work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. 
For it is God which worketh in you, both to will and do of his good pleasure. So look at your neighbor and say, stay in faith. Did I succeed in my spiritual life? This is all about your spiritual life. This is just your spiritual life. The summary I gave you, this is just number one. When you get this, and it's not, it's not a destination. It is a process. You will not get perfect in your spiritual life overnight. You work at it every day, every day, every day. Failures in, false in, mistakes here, but work at it deliberately and ask for help. Daily. That's why I said read your Bible, pray every month. Pray what? Okay. Good. Let's finish. Number two. Ministry goals. Ministry goals. Let's finish with that one. Then we'll continue next week. Are you getting something? This is the foundation. Your prayer. Charlie, increase your prayer. Start praying differently. I was told to give you a prayer. Joel 2.17. Let the priests and the ministers change your prayer life. Change your prayer life. Less of you, more of kingdom. Let the priests and ministers weep between the porch and the altar, crying, spare your people. Let not people keep asking, where is our God? In other words, pray for fellow Christians, pray for believers, pray for your church, pray for people who are fainting. Pray between the porch and the altar, have a prayer life that prays for others. Spare your people from this, all that is happening around the world. Spare, Father, spare, spare, spare your people, spare your people. Spare your people. Change your prayer dimension. And I'm telling you, the sparrows of the air, the birds of the air are fed by God without prayer. Never seen a sparrow praying and asking God for breakthrough. But God takes care of them. How much more ye? That's why he says, seek ye first the kingdom of God. And his righteousness. Oh, Look, 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 let me tell you something. God can give you three cars in your house just for fun. God gave Jerry Savelle, uh, they walked into, he likes sports cars. He gave him four at a go. He said, Why this? He said, I just want to spoil you. God is extravagant too. Those who serve God, God spoils them. Spoils them, man. Spoil God. Thank you. Spoil God, and he will spoil you this year. The car you'll be releasing very soon. For evangelism and picking people to church. And once in a while going to Brighton or Bournemouth. Oh, your amen didn't come quick. I'm telling you, I see somebody with a new car. For the sake of service, 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 service. You see, God has no problem blessing you. It's you and I is waiting for. What do you need it for? Here you are. Somebody walked into our house to do some repairs. Listen to what the guy said. Why do you have so many rooms here? <laughs> He's an Asian. Why do you have so many rooms? When I want to sit here, I sit here. When I want to sit there, I sit there. Yeah. I've been working for God. Any room I want to sit in, I go there. My grandchildren can run around. They know that this my grandfather serves God. This my, listen, listen, you see, our children must know that this God we have been shouting and noising about all over the place. Yeah, 
It is a reward for years of service. And, and, and I said something to her the other day. I won't tell you now. I said, this is not a dream home. No, 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 no. This is not a dream home. I need to show you something. Tell your neighbor, don't quit. Chale, chale, listen. If there is ever a time to love God, to serve God, to tie, to give, to come to church, I'm telling you, except I'm not a man of God, and except the scriptures are false. My grandchildren cannot say God does not answer prayer. My grandson came to my house this weekend, sat in the recliner. He, 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 he pulled the recliner forward and put a stool in front and sat down and watched the 75 inch TV that I bought for them from God. How can this boy ever say my grandfather's God is terrible? I am showing him from the beginning serving God praise. It's not a boast. It's, you see, you see, look. People must see your results. Results cancels insults. It's enough, enough, enough. Christians have been ridiculed and mocked enough. Enough. They keep asking us, where is your God? Where is your God? Where is your God? <laughs> Charlie, I love you guys. Black people, I said I love you guys. I know, I know you are in the spirit. Charlie, they must see something about us. You see, you give them track, they hit your face with it. You tell them this. You see, but when you, you, you can't argue with what you see. You can't argue with what you see. <laughs> she looked at me the other day and said, this car fits you. My children looked at me and said, son, I said, Charlie, the money God gave me for the car, I want you people to have it. Or to start you people up. They protested. They are the ones who encouraged me to get it. Me, I don't want anything. I just want to serve God. They are the ones who insisted. And guess the person who had the first ride in the car? My grandson. How can this boy say, God, this is my father's God, is wicked? Is that your new car, granddad? Picked him up from school. He said, What? What did he say? He said, That's a big car. He stood by the car. It was like a midget. At his age, look at the car he's seeing. Can you imagine what is going to happen when he begins to serve God himself and what his faith is building in his life? Look, we are coming to a place where only God, only God, only God, only God will take the credit. I want you to believe it. 
We must become a wonder. Oh. Jesus. Receive this living sacrifice. I am your worship. I set this living Let me close with this. The church building that God is about to give this church. With what, with what I'm learning. <laughs> Let's close with Ecclesiastes 26. This is. Next week I'll start looking on ministry goals. Ministry goals talks about service. Rewards for service. No matter what you're going through, serve. To become dispossessed of their possessions. And it will be given to those who can be trusted to promote God's interests in the earth. That's what God said. Look at Ecclesiastes 2, 26. Those of you in housing association, council flat, listen. There's a process. Enjoy where you are now. Something is about to shift. Treat that council house, housing association, rented property as if it is yours. Treat it well. It's a key to getting your own. God tests us where we are, faithful where we are, to determine what is coming. Look at Ecclesiastes 2.26. Let's close with that. I want you to see this and get excited and we close. Watch this. Ecclesiastes 2.26. It says, for, for, to a, listen. For to a person, which translation is that? For, listen, read it with me, read it with me, so you get excited and catch why I'm getting some weight. Go. For God giveth to a man that is good in his sight, go ahead, wisdom, and what? Knowledge, and, but to the sinner, he giveth travel to gather and to heap up, to give to who? That he may give to who? He that is good before God. This also is vanity and vexation of spirit. Listen to the NIV. To the person who pleases him, God gives wisdom, knowledge, happiness. But to the sinner, he gives the task of gathering and storing up wealth to hand it over to the one that pleases God. So, listen. Anytime you see a sinner, anytime you see a rich man, don't be envious. Just say, Father, keep blessing him. Keep blessing them. Keep blessing them. Because eventually, the more you say you should bless them, eventually when the time comes, when your clouds are full, the more you say, God, kill him, kill him, how can the trans- thing be transferred to you when the man is dead? Always get excited for sinners because they are working for you. All sinners you see are working indirectly for you, gathering, 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 to hand it over. That is the wealth transfer coming in May. You see, you don't read things like this and then get depressed. If you need one pound or five pound you have, you tithe, you give your offering, you serve God, because you know every sinner you see. Tell it, thank God for Richard Branson. Thank God for uh, Elon Musk. 
thank God for Jeff Bezos. Don't don't pray against don't 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 let's not if you are watching, don't get into all this hey, 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 to stop it. Father, Elon Musk is my brother. Elon Musk, I'm praying for you. Jeff Bezos, glory to God. God prosper your business. Prosper. Listen, when something negative happens to any of these people who are not saved, who are rich, and you are the one who can pray for them to be healed, after you pray for them to be healed, guess what they will give you? Anytime we see sinners and rich people, we get excited. Father, let him keep gathering. Let him keep gathering. Did you read what I read? They gather to who? To give to he that is good in his sight. That's you. Every sinner is about to be sinners, specific sinners are about to be dispossessed of their land and their property. Those who use it to serve God, God will dispossess them of it and hand it over to us to use it for his kingdom. I read scriptures like this. The house we live in was decorated by somebody and they took off. They left to go somewhere. They finished it. Because we had learned this in 1992. Finished it and everything. And then at the right time, God handed it over. I prophesy to somebody here. It's your turn. I'm in prophecy mode now. I said it's your turn. 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 Your story is about to change. By the finger of God, somebody scream, I believe it. Somebody say, I believe it. I expect it. It will manifest in my life in the precious name of Jesus. I shall build my faith life. I shall build my spiritual life. I will not faint. In the name of Jesus, every blessing that is due me this year is coming to me by force and by fire in the name of Jesus. Now lift your voice and pray right now and command the morning. Command, rise up on your feet and command your morning to come. The evening is over. Command your morning. Come on, pray. This is your personal prayer. Command the morning to come to you. Evening is over. Command the morning. I command the morning. I command the morning. I command the morning. Weeping may endure for a night. But joy is coming in the morning. Somebody command your morning. Open your mouth and pray. I command my morning. I command my morning to come. I build my faith. I will not faint. I will not give up. I will not faint. I will not give up. I command my morning. 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 I will stay in faith. My faith will not wither. My faith will not wither. My faith will not wither. We pray for everyone watching us right now. Everyone under the sound of our voice. Watching right now. And those that will be watching later. Lord, help them preserve their faith. Help them keep their faith. Help them build their faith. Help us to build our faith. Like the disciples prayed, increase our faith. Increase our faith. Somebody pray, increase my faith. In these turbulent times, increase my faith. Increase my faith. Increase my faith. Increase my faith. I refuse to faint. I refuse to give up. I refuse to 
look at circumstances in the name of Jesus the trying of my faith is producing patience is producing endurance in the name of Jesus I will allow faith I will allow patience to have a perfect work that I will come out perfect and complete wanting nothing in the name of Jesus in this climate I will win in this climate I will win in this climate I will shine in this climate I will win in this climate I will shine in this climate I arise and shine for my light is come my light is come my light is come the glory of the Lord is risen upon me in the name of Jesus in this climate I will shine I will shine I arise and shine for my light is come the glory of the Lord is risen upon me darkness shall cover the earth gross darkness shall cover the people but the Lord shall arise on me and his glory shall be seen on me come on scream and shout I brought myself to I brought myself. My time in service in the name of Jesus. I receive grace to finish my race. To finish my race. To finish my race with joy. With joy. With joy. With joy. Bishop Dr. Michael Hutton Wood, the senior pastor of House of Judah, UK. The Happy Church presents six dynamic life-changing books that will catapult you to higher heights and title. Success has no uncles. Twelve cancers to avoid at all costs in leadership, ministry, and management. You have only one life. Make it count. Understanding and releasing the power of first fruit offerings and tithes. Invoking the incredible power of altars and sacrifices. Forgive, but don't forget. Success is self-determined. Success consists of little daily efforts, and failure consists of little daily neglects. Daniel said, I understood by books. No matter what life throws at you, stay focused and keep moving through relevant and current information. These books are definitely a must for your library. Order your copies today by calling or visiting our website, www.housejitter.org.uk or using the information on your screen.